a golden god! An equal amount of blueberries in each muffin. To a new world of gods and monsters. <laughs> I don't know who's weirder, you or me. You just put the law in my hands. I'm gonna break your heart. Nobody puts baby in the water. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. There is Times you may feel that you have found the correct answer. I assure you that this is a total delusion on your part. You will never find the correct, absolute, and final answer. In my classroom, there is always another question, another question to follow your answer. Yes, you're on a treadmill. My little questions spin the tumblers of your mind. You're on an operating table. My little questions are the fingers probing your brain. We do brain surgery here. You teach yourselves the law, but I train your mind. You come in here with a skull full of mush, and you leave thinking like a lawyer. Hello, and welcome back to Movies for Life. I'm one of your co-hosts, Brian Kuyper. And I'm your other co-host, Michelle Aiken. And we've reached the end of the school year, and me, as a teacher, I'm very happy about that. I bet you are. Yes, I cannot wait for summer. (laughs) This is actually, what, Memorial Day weekend here. Uh, So I got a couple weeks more. The countdown is on. To freedom! Yeah. We have 20 (laughs) school days left. Though I only work four days a week, so I have less than that. But (laughs) we are all ready. But anyway, we are going to take a little bit of a departure from our normal format today. Uh, We're going to call it Five Movie Teachers Because rather than (laughs) our five favorites. Because we've already talked about some of our favorites, right? Mm -hmm. So we've already discussed that we're not going to talk about... The three we've already talked about. So we're not going to talk about... On previous episodes. On previous yeah. episodes. We're not going to talk about uh, Roberta Gaspari from Music of the which Heart. Which would be one of yours. Which would, yeah. would be one of mine. I think she's actually the most accurate depiction on film of a music teacher that I have seen. Though I've got a good one on my list <laughs> that I'm excited <laughs> to talk about. Um, okay. Then uh, Terrence Fletcher from Whiplash. <laughs> Um, <laughs> which we both had on our list because we we said that these were just going to be five of our favorite movie teachers. We didn't say whether or not they were good teachers. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we both kind of went in that direction. I think, I think so. Choices, I think, which I which I love. I'm, I'm excited <laughs> that about that fact too because that I makes mean, it more fun. Yeah, because I mean, <laughs> let's face it: bad teachers are fun to watch in the movies. You know, uh-huh. And uh, Terrence, yes, Terrence Flesher, <laughs> this is definitely a great example of that. Then, of course, both of us agree our favorite, probably our favorite movie teacher yeah. is 
Dewey Finn, played by Jack Black in School of Rock. Who's technically not even really a, a real teacher. That's true. <laughs> but hey. That's right. But you know what? He's better than any of the actual teachers in his school. So there you go. Yeah. I had another one that I was kind of like, he's not technically a teacher, but you mentioning him actually brought up the whole idea for this episode. And that is Morris Buttermaker from the Bad News Bears. You know, that scene where he crawls up in the tree with um, Ahmed. Ahmed, right? And he has this little, we called it, you called it, I should say, his Dewey Finn moment where he, yeah. where he says. It reminded me of the, the uh, moment with Dewey and, uh, oh, what's her name? Tamika? Yeah, where she's, you know, talk, yeah. telling, uh, talking about uh, uh, Aretha Franklin. Yeah. Which yeah. is one of my favorite scenes in that movie. I mean, he's chubby and sexy. So, that's I mean, right. that's why we love Dewey Finn. We love Jack Black. And I got to say, Jack Black is still killing it. I mean, uh, for as far as the teaching thing goes, because I just, with my classes this last week, had them play along with the Peaches song from the Mario movie, and they love that. I mean, they're like really, really into what he's doing with that song. So, if you haven't heard the Peaches song, from the, maybe I'll drop a little. From the new Mario the movie? The new Mario movie. Yeah, maybe oh. maybe I'll drop a I have no idea. clip of that in yeah. here real quick. <laughs> right here. Peach, you're so cool. And with my star, we're gonna rule. Peach, understand. I'm gonna love you till the very end. Peaches, 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 peaches. Okay, welcome back. Um, <laughs> all right, so we've got five teachers because each. And yes, of course, we stole that from Pure Cinema. And they're we still everything from them. Five, five films because, and so. that's kind of it. I kind of <laughs> want to talk about these five movies because I don't know if I would ever talk about, uh, with a couple of exceptions, any of these anytime soon. There's two that I think would be really good. Yeah, I've got, I've got a couple. Discussions on mine. I've got a couple that I think probably would too. Okay, so... We did not decide who was going to go first. Should we? No, we didn't. No. Should we flip a um, coin? I think you should go first. I should go first. Okay. I'm excited to go first. <laughs> My number five is from a movie I just watched for the first time not that long ago. Okay. This is a music teacher in a high school. He's new to the school. It's Andrew Norris, played by Perry King. In class of 1984. <laughs> I knew you were going to pick something from that movie. <laughs> okay, so now this is a good teacher that goes bad. But, hey, you can't, at the end of the movie, it tells us, you know, there's no way to prove he actually did what the movie says he did. Because nobody saw it. Because they're all dead. That's right. His family gets attacked. And he takes revenge. The hardest I've laughed this year is a scene where there's a concert and something crashes through the ceiling during the concert. And I laughed so hard and so inappropriately that I'm glad no one else was in the room. But it was, <laughs> yeah. So also from the same movie, you got to mention Terry Corrigan, Roddy McDowell. Uh, in this movie, because he's he's got this scene where he's a biology teacher. His animals have been killed, and he he kind of decides to come back to school. 
and see how much those kids have learned. And so he teaches them at gunpoint and just, uh, you know, how quickly a gun being held to your head can help you remember things is sure. shocking, <laughs> you know. Um, so anyway, it's, <laughs> I got to okay, obviously, all kidding aside, I would, of course, never be either of these teachers, but it's kind of fun to watch a fuck them kids movie <laughs> like <Right>. this. <laughs> I'm like racking my brain. I, I've seen this and class of 1999, but I think I'm I'm more remembering that one because well, it's crazier. I, I know I've seen this. I'll have to rewatch it. I'm not remembering any specifics right now. It's driving me nuts. Well, ultimately what ha- I mean, okay, the, the, the warning, the movie gets a little rapey at the end because a group of yeah, hoodlums. I remember that. A group of hoodlums break into his house. He's helped to sort of make this band at the school, you know, really pretty good. And so they're giving a performance at the end. While he's at the performance, he's found out that these hoodlums have broken into his house, raped his wife, and kidnapped her. And she's somewhere in the school with them. And so he yes. he runs right. out of the auditorium. The sort of student conductor takes over. He uh, goes on a bit of a murder spree. I mean, he cuts one guy's arm off on a on a table saw in the shop <laughs> sets another yes, guy okay, on yeah. fire and then for me the climax was when and I, I if you don't want to know just you know skip ahead but i mean <laughs> he's about to save this one the the sort of like the leader of the group and the kid says something and he just drops him and he's his neck gets hung up in these ropes and he crashes through the ceiling hanging by his neck above the final chords of the 1812 overture that are being conducted in the concert and he's hanging there in front of the entire auditorium and i'm sorry it made me laugh i'm it it, it, it was just like i gotta say um okay so mark lester director of commando directed this movie as well and i i think patrick bromley is one who says dude can put a movie together and it's true it's true this was one of my favorite watches recently i don't know if it's one of the best of the year but boy did i have an entertaining time with this um so it's a wild one i kind of figured you would yeah Yeah. it's it's pretty fun i think i watched it on canopy too which is really funny because canopy is supposed to be you know like the the library's streaming service, you know, so it has all these, you know, documentaries about, you know, race relations and stuff like that. But then it also has oh, no. the library has got some <laughs> pretty interesting stuff. Yeah. Let me tell you. Yeah. So this was, this was something. And it also has little baby Michael J. Fox in it. He's not great it? in it, but he's in it. And, um, you can see, okay, you can start again. to see the potential there. Yeah. So anyway, Class of 1984. <laughs> okay, well, my first one is not nearly that exciting, but I'm going to do this one first because I have less to say about her, but I really liked her. And she has a very small role in the movie, but she still makes an impact, and she still makes an impact on the main character. Um, and this is from Legally Blonde. <laughs> okay. Professor Stromwell. Okay. Uh played by Holland Taylor, who is one of those actresses that is just like Ugh. she always comes in and she's always amazing and she kills it and she has such like a commanding presence and that's exactly what this character is. Yeah, she 
kicks her out on the first day, kicks out Elwood, you know, out of her classroom and almost makes her want to quit law school. Now, I assume all of you have read pages one through 48 and are now well-versed in subject matter jurisdiction. Who can tell us about Gordon versus Steele? Let's call on someone from the heart, sir. Elwood's. Oh, um, actually, um, I wasn't aware that we had an assignment. Oh. <laughs> Vivian Kensington, do you think it's acceptable that Ms. Woods is not prepared? No. I don't. Would you support my decision to ask her to leave class? and to return only when she is prepared? Absolutely. But like at the end, you can see the kind of impact that she's had on her, like being that that tough person that Elwes can look up to. Yeah. Like that's exactly like the, the kind of person she's trying to become, you know, in, in this movie. And yeah, we're talking about Legally Blonde, but I mean, <laughs> that's still got some important things to say about that i think you know and like i said she doesn't have too many scenes but her scenes are are very impactful especially you know like when she shows up at the hair salon and says something you know when Elle says about the uh the other guy who tried to hit on her and he's like you're gonna let one prick ruin your life you're not the girl i thought you were and that's like the perfect line to show that you know she's one of those ones that really does care and sees the strength in somebody like Ella that's what she needed to become as successful as she does so I, I love this character and they have a nice little moment too at the end of the graduation where they have a little smile and so she's just kind of the the perfect one that I think to start off with a nice strong inspiring woman professor really not a teacher but still the same thing so there you go yeah good pick good pick you know, it's actually interesting that you pick um, a law school teacher as your first choice, because my next choice is also a law school professor. Nice. Okay. So this is from 1973. The movie is called The Paper Chase, uh, starring Timothy Bottoms as James Hart, who's a law student, first year law student. But what everyone remembers about this movie is... Professor Charles W. Kingsfield Jr., played by John Houseman. And he, he has this great <laughs> speech at the beginning where he says, Do you come here with skulls full of mush? I'm here to turn you into lawyers. Yeah, or something like that. I haven't seen this movie in a long time, but I watched his two biggest scenes last night, and I was just like, Yeah, Houseman plays it so well and so memorably. There's this great scene where um, Timothy Bottoms says he doesn't know the answer to something. So Kingsfield says, come down here. He says, here is a dime. Call your mother and tell her you're coming home. <laughs> essentially, that's how he's kicking him out of his class. So he takes the dime. He walks back towards the door and then he turns around and says, you are a son of a bitch, Kingsfield. And then he just walks toward the door. Then he says, Mr. Hart, that is the most intelligent thing you've said all day. Have a seat, please. You know, so anyway, it's, it's, a, it's kind of an amazing moment. But again, it's, it's sort of like that teacher 
that pushes you so hard, mm-hmm. but it's kind of a Fletcher kind of character. Or, you know, frankly, the professor in Legally Blonde, like you're saying, where yeah. there's just, they're pushing the person. We don't realize until so later. Hard. Yeah. yeah. That huh. they're trying to bring something out of them. Um, yeah, exactly. Often they, because they see potential in them. Mm-hmm. Are they necessarily the best teaching tactics ever? No. But, you know, you get the point. And I had a, a college professor that I, at first, when I first met him, was like, man, this guy's really rough. This was really difficult. But then, you know, as the year went on, he softened quite a lot and we got to see what he was doing. But he pushed us very, very hard. And um, ultimately, it was one of the more rewarding experiences I've had as a student. My next one comes from a movie that I think we might be talking about. I know I would like to uh, from Clueless. I would like to highlight Miss Geist, uh, played by Twink Kaplan. Just because, I mean, like, again, she's not a huge part of the movie. She does have, like, a little side story with Mr. Hall that's super cute when they're trying to get them together. Yeah. But what I like about her is that she's one of those teachers that's maybe nothing about her really stands out in terms of her teaching style or, like, she was really tough or something. But she's just, like, one of those super nice, like, doesn't let anything really get to her can mm-hmm. handle difficult kids just by being like very sweet and caring and non-judgmental about everybody and just like always you know thinking the best out of of all of her students and um, wanting to get them involved in the world you know like but she's um, talking about in the movie like signing up for the environmental fair and everything and she's just one of those like really nice teachers that maybe you don't think a lot about like when you're in her classroom, but later on, you're like, yeah, she was, that was a good teacher, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and she's very, very sweet. Um, I love teachers like that. Those are the ones I remember the most. And that's what Miss Geist reminds me of. Right on. Right on. Yeah. So I, I very much considered mentioning uh, Mr. McCarthy from Me and Earl and the Dying Girl, but I'm just going to drop in a quick mention because he's sort of like a, a teacher that's sort of a cross between the tough teachers that I've talked about and Mm -hmm. the cool teacher that I'm going to highlight here. And I love him because, you know, I mean, he lets them watch movies in his office and, you know, all those kinds of things. But he also, you know, his whole respect to the research thing and everything I think is, is kind of fun. I, 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 it's a character I really uh, liked a lot, but he has such a brief, portion of that movie that I decided I'm going to go with. This is kind of a bad teacher who becomes a great teacher. He's like too permissive at first, but then he really starts to to care. I mean, he's sort of roped into everything that he doesn't want to do, but then ends up really caring about these kids a lot. And that is Mr. Shoop, uh, played by Mark Harmon in Summer School. Hey, Mr. Shoup, wow. Uh, you in this class too? Mm-mm. I'm teaching it. No, no way! Put it all the time! Put it all the time! I'm gonna lock it up! Put it all the time! All right, have a seat. You're the lucky winner, Dar. Larry, how's my ass? Where's Larry? Shh. He's uh, nocturnal. Oh. Okay. Try to keep it down. <laughs> Francis Grimm. Oh, don't recall me that. The name is Chainsaw. 
As in Black and Decker? As in Texas Massacre. Oh, yeah, that's in here. <laughs> 1987. Nice. Now, this movie is uh, we. This is on the plans to yes, talk about is. this one, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. But what a gateway movie this was for me in so many ways. I mean, this was for a lot of people. This was like gateway to horror. My first clips of Texas Chainsaw. You yeah. know, like the makeup effects stuff that Chainsaw and Dave are doing. I was just like so enamored with it all i mean and this was a pg movie it's kind of super gory but you know that it's fake <laughs> because it's it's yeah. depicted as fake in the movie so you're it's sort of like wow this is amazing this is so awesome and so um yeah i i really like summer school i really like you know i wish it had been a movie like that for me but i only saw it for the first time a couple of years ago oh, i saw this when i was a kid and it was just like everything about it was speaking to me in a way mm-hmm. um and you know it, it's frankly it's mark Harmon at you know sort of his humor you know the the best of his humorous phase and then um kirstie alley you know before she kind of went crazy rest in peace uh, but she was a great comedian and um mm. i think you know she was uh, just getting out of cheers and, you know, sort of stepping into into that role. And, and that was obviously challenging transition from, you know, the Diane Chambers character to her character and things like that. But she's really great in this as kind of the straight man, quote unquote. Um, then you have just lots of great, I mean, names that are in this or you kind of look at it and go, wow, uh, you know, like Courtney Thorne Smith and, um and uh, Sean E. Smith, you, you, Carl Reiner, the director, appears in it as well in small part. Um, but it's, it's it's just a, I don't know, this, this is just a neat movie. I've always really liked this. And I'm looking forward to talking about it more in depth at another time. But um, Mr. Shoop is, like I said, he's not a good teacher at first. He just kind of like, all right, I'll make you a deal. If you try, if you come to class, then I'll let you, then I'll help you with whatever you want. You know, I mean, he's sort of this bribery system and Mm -hmm. that's never going to work, you know. Um, So it's it's just, you know, if you teach me to drive, if you show Texas Chainsaw Massacre in class, if you do, you know, all these things is like, all right. Fine. But he helps them out with their lives. Ultimately, and... it's it's more about yes. that, too. It's like, yeah, you're passing yeah. in English. I need you to get you to pass this English test. But it's about becoming better people is ultimately what the big focus of the movie is. All right. Mr. Shoop. All right. My next one is from... I'm going to say it. It's probably my favorite teen comedy ever. I want to say it's like really moved up in recent years. And that is easy. A. Oh man. I haven't seen that Um, in a while. Yeah. I love easy. A so much. Um, And Mr. Griffith played by Thomas Hayden church in that again, like another kind of small, like kind of in the background, Mm -hmm. but has his own little side story type of thing. This is just, I I just, I really liked his humor in this. Like this is the kind of teacher that I would have loved to have. He's got that like sarcastic, um, like dry sense of humor to him that really uh, matches well with the main character Olive and they were able to like you know have 
conversations outside of the classroom and and he's not he doesn't come off as that teacher that's trying to be cool you know but he just kind of is he's just kind of has like a natural thing about him that actually draws in the students you know to where they they like him and they want to they want to hang out with him as as a friend yeah maybe um and he's also ends up you know kind of being the only one ultimately to be on Olive's side when uh, all this stuff comes out about, you know, the rumors about her that the whole movie right. is about. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of sad, uh, the whole side story too, with his wife, who's also, a t- she's a guidance counselor. She's not a teacher. She's a guidance counselor, I think, um, played by Lisa Kudrow, who's very good, but also like a very different kind of role, like what uh, the story of her character is. And that just kind of adds to... Um, Mr. Griffiths, Griffiths character too. Um, so I really like him. Again, this is like a teacher I would have loved to have and that I, that Olive really relates to in the story and it kind of helps her through like what she goes through. So he's, he's very cool. I enjoy him. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> and I love, I love that movie. This is one that I would love to talk about. Yeah. Too. That's the one so that I, I, I saw it once that I remember thinking highly of it, liking it a lot, but I yes. don't, I don't really remember it that well, to be honest. The best parents in movies ever <laughs> are, uh, oh God, what's her name? Uh, Stanley Tucci and Patricia Clarkson oh, are okay. um, Emma Stone's parents um, in this movie. And they are perfect together, like the best parents portrayed ever. Well, I, for, for me, uh, my favorite movie parents at the moment are probably, uh-huh. you know, another teacher, uh, Nick Offerman and Connie Britton as Greg's mom and dad and me and her own, the dying girl are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love them so much. They're pretty good too. <laughs> uh, yeah. But anyway, awesome. Yeah. That's, that's one. I really got to see that one again. All right. So my number two is another music teacher, but this is an interesting one. Cause this is a movie about a teacher, but it's not about teaching. There is very little actual teaching in the movie. It's also, probably the best ghost story of the 80s and that is uh the changeling so uh yeah john russell played by george c scott in the changeling now so i almost forgot about this one to be honest with you yeah because i was like okay that's a little bit of a cheat it's not about teaching at all yeah you don't actually see him in the teaching role no you do one you see one scene there's one scene where he's he's he goes in and he's like a visiting professor at the University of Washington, and he walks yeah. in, and um, okay, and they're all <laughs> like waiting for him to be there. Okay, that's true. And yeah. So, and and it, at the very beginning, after the accident um, that kills his wife and daughter, he is uh, seen at Columbia University, essentially leaving. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, but this is an amazing movie. And George C. Scott is, I mean, what can you say about George C. Scott besides the man was brilliant? He was a brilliant actor. And this movie is powerful to me because, you know, okay, so this is slightly personal choice too, um, because I I wrote a piece on The Changeling for Manor Vellum some time ago. And um, something about John Russell reminded me of... uh, of a teacher I had in college, okay, who was extraordinarily talented. And um, after I graduated, he was, in fact, uh, shot and died on campus. And so it, it was, 
not just his talent, but you know the the sort of um, beloved nature of this guy of of Scott's character sort of reminded me of him. First of all, this is just—I mean—that's sort of like the inquiring mind of a of a teacher. Um, good teachers are also learners, and he is wanting to just find out the, what happened here. You know, to really get to the bottom mm-hmm. of this mystery of this entity that is apparently um, inhabiting his house that he's renting, and. Uh, it's a, it's, come on, this movie is amazing. I think this might be on our list to talk about this Halloween and, Ugh. and it is, there's a lot of good ghost movies and yeah, this is kind of up there. This is, <laughs> so this is, it become, might have to be one we talk about. This has become, you know, uh, my favorite is probably the innocence, uh, which is turn of the screw, um, from 1961. Um, but I think this is probably my second favorite ghost yeah. movie ever i mean ghostbusters is something different in my opinion <laughs> but um as far as like a haunting or a yeah. haunted house ghost movie this is incredible and, and um george c it's scott one of the best. is just yeah. so phenomenal in it and i i don't know i, I find it an incredibly moving film and an incredibly moving oh, yeah. story and um <clears throat> even though like you said, it is a little bit of a cheat because there's not a lot of <laughs> teaching on his part that happens in the movie. But he is a teacher. He is a movie. And I, I think he I sort think of he sort of exhibits the qualities of a good teacher in how he goes about unraveling this whole situation. And the emotional range of his character is, is really mm-hmm. something in it. So... Anyway, and besides, any chance that someone who hasn't heard of the Changeling or has hasn't yet gone to see hasn't it, seen yeah, it yet. you know, yeah, go to watch get it. a chance to <laughs> talk about it is always worth it. So, yeah, yes, please. So the Changeling, go watch it. You will not regret watching this movie. It is one of the best. Yeah. I just know we had a bunch of ghost movies on for <laughs> October because we. I mm. that's my favorite. Um, like subgenre of horror, so I love. Like, I, all of I them think it is for me much. too. And, yeah. uh, and there's so many great ones, and you know, some of them are kind of yeah. like you know, there's of course the haunting, and then, um, but then there's like House on Haunted Hill, which uh, is not actually, you know, right. a ghost movie. It would so <laughs> well, thing, thing, one, things yeah. like things yeah. like that, you know, I think are so great, um, you know. So anyway, maybe we'll just have to do like three or four episodes with different ghost, pairings yeah. of ghost movies. Yeah. I would not be opposed to that. <laughs> They're good. They're good. Okay. So what's yours next one? Uh, well, my next one going from, um, you were talking about a good teacher. This is my, I had a, some more in the discards, but this is my only like really bad teacher um, on the list. And coincidentally, it is from the movie Bad teacher. Bad teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth Halsey, played by Cameron Diaz, and Bad Teacher. Okay, 
I'm not usually one sometimes for like raunchy comedies. Sometimes like they're not really my thing, but Bad Teacher is so freaking good. I'm sorry. I I love this one so much. Mm -hmm. And she's she's a terrible teacher. She's a gold digger. She just, you know, wants to go in there and sleep and, and play movies for her class and, you know, embezzle from the school so she can pay for her tit job. But she's so freaking hilarious <laughs> to watch in this movie. I saw this she once does have a her long moments. time ago. I don't remember it like <laughs> at all. It's like I said, she just want, she just plays movies for the class because she's. She wants to. Um, she thinks she's going to quit teaching because she's going to marry this rich guy and not have to work anymore. But you know, he finds out that you know she's a gold digger, so she has to go back to teaching. And so that's when she starts like just really being like, oh, "Fuck this!" And like I said, plays movies for her class so she can sleep. And that's a really funny joke too because she'll play stuff like you see, like stand and deliver or whatever. And then like eventually, as it goes on, she plays scream at one point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just that's a funny visual a gag and but you know she does have moments where she tries to relate to the kids and help them out with their problems but it's still done and like kind of a i'm not really sure that's the best advice kind of way but it's this is just such a really fun uh comedy that um like i said it's usually not my thing but this one really worked on yeah, me and it, yeah. i think it's hilarious yeah and cameron diaz is such a great comedian she's uh She's so good in this role too, so. <laughs> that that's one that I actually wanted to watch again, but I yeah. <laughs> kind of ran out of time. There are a couple of movies I wanted to watch. That I also wanted to watch the movie Teachers uh, with Nick Nolte. I saw that. I had never heard of that. And it came up when I was researching, and it yeah, looked good. I, I it's one that I've heard about forever, and I remember going to the video store as a kid and see. It's like a apple, but that is a bomb, so it has like a fuse a lit fuse on it. Uh, yeah. So I, I've always been curious about it and I almost um, picked it up actually, um, but I, I, then I just kind of forgot to do it. Um, but anyway, those were the two that I was kind of, that were sort of like the ironic teacher movies that I wanted to yeah. watch. <laughs> and, you know, okay. So when, when I say my number one here, you're going to be like, and I'm sure you're number one as well. They're going to be like, there's some obvious ones that we are not mentioning in our lists. Okay. We'll bring them up in the discards. I'm sure just to say, but um, yes, there are obvious ones that we're not talking about, but uh, for my number one, I watched this again last night for the first time in a long time. And all I'm going to say is the ice is going to break. Johnny Smith from the Dead Zone, <laughs> played by I didn't even think of that. Played okay, by yeah, Christopher Walken. So he starts <laughs> out at the very beginning of the movie. He's a teacher in his classroom, talking. Yeah. He's reading uh, the Raven to his class. He essentially hasn't memorized because he's a great English teacher, and he tells them to read the Legend of Sleepy Hollow that night because uh, for their homework because you'll like it. It's a story about a school teacher that gets chased by a headless demon. You know, anyway. Uh, so, um, obviously, this is based on the novel by Stephen King. It's 
pretty famous movie. I mean, if you haven't seen The Dead Zone. It is? Yeah, you, you, you should see The Dead Zone. If you haven't seen it in a while, you should see The Dead Zone. I watched it last night. Uh, I got the Scream Factory Blu-ray a while ago and finally just put it on to play. And I was like, man, I don't know if I've ever even seen this movie in widescreen. It's been so long. I think I actually saw it on VHS the last time I saw it. But it's so good. And it's one of Stephen King's, you know, very intelligent, very um, character-driven stories. There's not a supernatural monster in it. Uh, there is, you know, a, a politician who, frankly, in this day and age, looks all too familiar. Uh, it's frighteningly familiar. But it's really about, you know, Johnny Smith gets in a car accident on his way home from a date with his fiance and... Um, ends up in a coma for five years. When he wakes up, when he touches people, he can see the future or has sort of psychic projections of what's the yeah. things that are going on. Um, and so it's... Or he just knows He just things knows things, yeah, about people. Um, Walken is amazing. David Cronenberg, it's very out of character for Cronenberg at that time. I mean, the movie he released right before this was Videodrome. Uh, this is about as far away from Videodrome as you can get, but uh, it was just proof he could he could make a great movie from someone else's script, and it's so compelling. I mean, it's so insanely watchable, uh, and it takes a lot of information from that book and puts it into, uh, you know, it's a hour, 45-minute movie, and... It's not just that one scene, you know, obviously he, uh, Johnny gets a job, at, you know, at tutoring different students uh, throughout the movie. We see him doing that. We see him working with children um, quite a bit uh, throughout the course of the film. Mm. And uh, he is a molder of lives, you know, which not to sound too pretentious, but I guess that's what we as teachers ultimately want to do. We want to be sure. molders of lives, not just knowledge you know and so yeah. i was just really moved by the movie and um you know if we're not going to talk about dewey finn then i was like johnny smith <laughs> sure. i think is my number one then so glad i revisited this i'm gonna have to do that too because the dead zone is one of my favorite stephen king books mm -hmm. it's probably in the top five johnny smith is one of my favorite like characters that he's ever written and um i remember the movie in like I like it, but it wasn't necessarily how I pictured it. Uh, sure. It's maybe blasphemous to say, but I, I actually liked the TV series more. The TV series is and really good. I'm not... Uh, yeah. It's really good. And Anthony Michael Hall is kind of more who I had in mind as Johnny Smith than Christopher Walken. So that didn't really match up, which is why I kind of preferred it. But um, I'll have to give that one another watch because that is one of my favorite... Um, stories it was also one of the first stephen king movies i ever saw my uh yeah. we rented it my when we were staying at my grandma's house she rented it with i think we watched the birds as well so it was like it was a great double feature <laughs> it was a, it was a good it was a good night i was <laughs> yeah. introduced to my first uh cronenberg and my first hitchcock in the same night um so Dang not complaining that might have been the day hey that uh she took us to see the silence of the lambs too which is just molding your movie yeah, mind it's like, <laughs> that one weekend yeah. movie all about <laughs> sheep farming you know so she thought have i told that story probably told that story. no 
So I was 12. My brother was uh, 14. And uh, we somehow talked my grandma into taking us to see The Silence of the Lambs because she thought it was a movie about sheep and, and like a farm. <laughs> you know, it's like, must, yeah. So, boy, uh, she was embarrassed. Um, and, and, and she was like, oh, I didn't like that movie at all. And my brother was like, yeah, I didn't either. And I was like, I thought it was cool. That was great. Yeah, I I thought that was great. And then and then later at night, my brother sort of confessed to me, "Yeah, that was a really good movie." <laughs> but anyway, my my grandma was was rather shocked and appalled by it. So anyway, okay. So my last one, which I think might actually be my my number one too, because these weren't really ranked right that's a right. Really. Mine, but mine this, really i think either. this is probably the best yeah this is probably the best one on, on my list though and the movie itself is such a good movie but it's it's a hard watch and it's one you can't really watch too much but dang it, it's it's really good um from the movie precious oh um oh yeah okay miss uh blue rain right If not for yourself and for the people who love you. Nobody loved me. People do love you, Precious. Please don't lie to me, Miss Rain. Love ain't done nothing for me. Love beat me. Rape me. Call me an animal. Make me feel worthless. Make me sick. That wasn't love, Precious. Your baby loves you. I love you. Right. Uh, portrayed by Paula Patton. Um, like I said, it's a hard movie to watch. Like, huge trauma fest. Um, mm. Nothing happy, like, happens in this movie. And uh, But the performances of this are phenomenal yeah. by like pretty much everybody involved and a big you know part of it is the um for the the main character uh, of precious is that she gets to i mean she's been left behind in the school you know she's like how, how old is she she's 15 mm-hmm. i think i think 15 or 16 yeah. and she you know she's illiterate and she's just one of those ones that just has gotten left behind or let you know, pass through the school system without actually learning anything. And she gets a second chance when she uh, joins this alternative school, um, which they call it each one teach one. And it's led by um, blue rain. And she is just uh, like the perfect teacher. I mean, come on, she's dealing with these kids who basically have to, you know, start over from the beginning, you know, to, to get their GEDs and actually have a chance at life. And she is, incredibly compassionate and sweet and patient and understanding and caring and uh the impact that she has on precious and the ways that she helps her you know like not just with her schooling but um teaches her that you know that she is capable of love and being loved you know Mm -hmm. and just like having that kind of compassion for her i mean this is a uh, a wonderful character and uh, a wonderful portrayal of her too by uh, Paula Patton. 
That's why I think she's definitely the best one on my list. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie uh, since it came out on video. And I remember being very moving. Obviously, it got a lot of Oscar buzz. Uh, So that's how I sort of learned about it and was the Oscar season that year. But I don't remember that character, which is interesting. So, I mean, that, that means that's one I definitely need to watch again. She was the first one I thought of when we did this. I was like, Blue Rain from Precious. <laughs> Definitely. The first one I thought of? Mr. That's the first one I thought of. The first one I thought of was Mr. Shoop <laughs> from summer school. I guess that's just kind of how in the in my core that movie is. But, I mean, okay, so right. there there's some obvious, obvious, obvious ones that we didn't mention. I mean, you sort of briefly mentioned Stand and Deliver. In, yeah. So Jaime Escalante, <laughs> I mean, from... Uh, I've never even seen that, so Ed, it wasn't obvious to me. <laughs> Ed, Edward James Olmos uh, from Stand and Deliver. I mean, that's... Uh, it's a real teacher, first of all. I, I remember watching yeah. math videos uh, of him in class. And so that's a good movie, and he's a, an amazing portrayal. Um, John Keating played by Robin Williams from Dead Poets Society. I actually think he's an awful teacher and I think <laughs> that what he what he does is deliver some of the worst advice and it's his fault that that kid commits suicide in that movie. So, anyway, that's my opinion of I don't remember John that movie. Keating. Yeah. Um uh, though I do think the movie is excellent. Um and I think part of the point is for you to be like, you know, is is this guy actually a good teacher or not? Is part of the question if you're really kind of analyzing it a little bit. Then, of course, um, uh, Mr. Holland from Mr. Holland's Opus. Eh. Which there are some iffy things about Mr. Holland. <laughs> there are iffy things about Mr. Holland. I think I think one of the things I, I know people really bristle at the whole his attraction to one of the students. Yes, I get that. He doesn't actually do anything wrong uh but it is inappropriate <laughs> and he knows it yes. and it's it's but i understand at the same time you know his kind of attraction to being taken out of the the sort of his dream she represents his dreams not really so much even his um sort of attraction like isn't really the point yeah it's it's something else um but i know people find that really problematic and i get that you know because we've heard far too many stories of teachers actually having inappropriate relationships with their students yeah. you know so um so i don't think that i don't think great... i don't think it was supposed to necessarily be that at the time though you know what i mean yeah. um it's just that since so many things have come out since then it's it it feels pretty icky now however that movie is such a great portrayal of the impact of a teacher it is on generations like mm-hmm. literally that scene you know where um you know he walks into the auditorium uh, and all of his past students you know cheer for him and he immediately starts crying like i start crying every time because yeah. like that's such a beautiful moment yeah. you know yeah because that's that's just kind of the culmination of you know this person's life and him like literally like just now realizing and the and the impact that he's had on people and that's the power that teachers can have yeah. so that's that movie is a good portrayal of, of that aspect at least yeah um so i have a few discards if you want to hear i have a couple yeah. they're not i guess they're not that great My, mine are just i think some fun ones most of mine are just kind of small um 
I love Lynn Shea yeah. as the English teacher in A Nightmare on Elm Street. I think yeah. she's, I, I don't know. That was the first time I was like, oh, wow, Lynn Shea. She's really good at this little small part, but I think it's uh, it's memorable. I mean, it's sort of, <laughs> she goes over, is talking about the grave diggers and, you know, sort of puts her hand on Nancy's shoulder, knowing that her <laughs> best friend was murdered the night before. Uh, it's a little weird, um, but it's movie logic. Um, this This is a weird one. This is a weird one, but Captain Miller, Tom Hanks from Saving Private Ryan, is a school teacher. Okay. When they finally get his job out of him, he says, I was a school teacher. I taught history or something like that. And you see that come into how he um, interacts with his soldiers, you know. It's sort of like this idea of, you know, the ordinary people that fought that war, you know, or any war, frankly. I mean, they're just regular people. Anyway, uh, classic one. I haven't one. seen that since it came out, so yeah. Yeah, classic one, uh, Mr. Chips. From Goodbye, Mr. Chips, 1939. Uh, remade as a musical with Peter O'Toole as the as the uh, character. That's actually a really neat movie, too, about a sort of seemingly stern college, or not college professor. He's a, he's a, it's sort of an elementary school. It's like a boarding school, British boarding school. But that's a, that's a, that's a good movie. Um, John Kimball, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger in Kindergarten Cop. Yep. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's a classic one. Classic. Okay. Yeah. Goodbye, Mr. Chips. Screw that. No, kindergarten. Kindergarten cop. cop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sylvia Barrett, played by Sandy Dennis in a movie called Up the Down Staircase, which I haven't seen since I was in like seventh grade. I think we watched it in class. Uh, but again, it's, you know, like that teacher that's going against the grain and sure. going to change things in the inner city, you know, um, sort of like, you know, to sir with love. You know, except it's right. a young white well, okay, woman. Okay, there's another. <laughs> there's another obvious choice that Sir uh, from Michelle Pfeiffer, well, Dangerous well, Minds. Michelle Pfeiffer in yeah, Dangerous Minds. Yeah. yeah. Um, or 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 uh, what's the uh, Mona Lisa smile? Isn't she an art teacher in that movie? That. Yes, I actually I love Mona Lisa. It's smile. a good I'm movie. Sorry. It's it's good. And <laughs> and then there was uh, oh, why can't I think of her? Million Dollar Baby, Makushla. Hillary Swank, Hillary and, Swank Freedom and Freedom Riders. Yeah. And then. Which that one is not. It's it's trying to be like a Dangerous Minds mm, and it's not as good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then, I mean, uh, one of uh, Blackboard Jungle, you know. Um, that's and, a good one. Th- that's, that's going back into the 50s. And then you had, you know, uh, Sidney Poitier in To Serve With Love. I mean, there's so many great sort of ones that are sort of the big ones, you know. Um so, and then I wanted to mention real quick, the he's listed as economics teacher, uh, played by Ben Stein in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, these are the ones that kept coming All he up. Does like, is, and I was yeah, googling yeah. like the best teachers, and I was like, really? All, he's memorable. I mean, really, all he does is give this droning lecture. Yeah. but it's but it's pretty funny. Just like what something D O O economics. Voodoo economics. Yeah. Anyone, (laughs) anyone, you know, I mean, it's just, I just watched it not that long ago with the kids and it was sort of like, for me, that's actually my favorite scene in the movie is Ben Stein. (laughs) I think he's so funny. Okay. Okay. I had a couple here too. Of course I had Dewey Finn. Um, one that we talked about on another show, actually, (laughs) 
Dr. Desmond Forrest Oates from Get Over It, played by Martin Short. Oh my gosh, that's a great one. Oh man. Totally forgot about that. Yeah. (laughs) Another kind of small part would be Carol Kane as Miss Sherwood in Jawbreaker. I think she's like a guidance counselor, actually. Yeah, I've never seen. uh, I love Carol Kane. I've never never seen Jawbreaker. Jawbreaker. Yeah. You have to. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then my one funny one that I kind of thought of was uh, Miss Kittlewell. (laughs) Just play (laughs) too. I thought you were going to bring her up as one of your, as one of them, honestly. I love her. She was on the discard. She's so good. She was on on the discards. Yeah. But she's not like a good entertaining teacher. She's awful. And then, of course, there's one I, I didn't even think of at all until I was just kind of like looking through all of my movies and trying to be like, okay, teachers, teachers, teachers. Griffin Dunn as Mr. Bixler in My Girl. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. There you go. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. There are so many great movie teachers. Lots that we didn't mention. There were a few that was like, oh, we forgot to mention so-and-so, and I already can't remember what they were, but... Which is, again, why this is just some ideas. Because. Because, because you know, <laughs> yes. hey, there are so many from all over film history. So, And, you know, there's, there's other ones that are like, ones. there are ones that are like not technically teachers or principals, you know, like uh, Morgan Freeman and Lean on Me. I never saw that. <laughs> or or uh, uh, is it, there's The Substitute. <laughs> it's like. I thought, I, I, uh, I thought of that. Then honestly. there's. Uh, there's uh, J- I used to love that movie. <laughs> J- Jim Belushi in in the principal. So I never heard of that. Yeah, you haven't heard of, but you, you say you hadn't heard of Lean on Me. I haven't seen. Oh, that. you haven't seen Lean on Me. Okay, uh, that I understand. But I mean, that was again. It's like those are based on real people. Um, though supposedly, class of 1984 was like based on real things. I'm like, no, it's not. I'm sorry. It is absolutely not based on it. <laughs> and I kind of was trying to highlight ones where like the teaching is not the main part of the story. Like right. it doesn't have any, you know, it's not. The- Which is why I chose the changeling, you know. <laughs> it's one I never would have thought of. Yeah. That was a good pick. Yeah. I thought you were going to pick uh, the gym teacher from Carrie. I didn't think of that actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I don't know that I would have picked her. Fair enough. She assaults a student. That's not a good teacher. <laughs> but it's Chris Harginson, right? <laughs> she had a <it> coming. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. If anyone from my district oh, is listening, man. I would never lay a hand on a child. <laughs> it's true. Well, it was the 70s. And things were different in the 70s. She's actually not my favorite character, though. In that movie, yeah, yeah. everyone she's not a good, as good. A, she's not as good a person as she thinks she is. Everyone is kind of terrible in that movie in their own way. Yeah, we gotta talk about Carrie too. Well, I mean, it, something that it's on our list. It's on our list. In fact, well, now I might have to change it. Okay. Well, <laughs> all right. Well, I mean that that might be uh, the episode we come back with. I'm not sure, but um, we're. Um, <laughs> Part of one of the things that we wanted to do is when dropping this bonus episode was mention that we are uh, have been sort of overwhelmed with life over the past uh, several months, really, and we are needing to take a, a hiatus over the summer, probably, uh, just to kind of get ourselves caught up a bit. Uh, so we're going to be recording, we're going to be banking some episodes so that we're ahead of the game a little bit. 
Um, Hopefully. Yeah. So it's our plan. The, that's the plan <laughs> anyway. Uh, we have some guest spots coming up on other shows, uh, cult movies, uh, movies from hell, um, and et cetera. So we've got a couple of things down the pipeline that are still going to be out there. It's just our, our uh, show is going to go a little, little uh, dark for, I don't know, hopefully not very long, but the thought is maybe coming back in, in the fall with uh, episode uh, on high school perhaps, and then uh, going and going on strong through the Halloween season. Cause that always tends to be a fun sort of time of year for us. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us uh, over the past couple of years here. We greatly yes. appreciate it all. Um, we don't so much. We don't have like an official network. Uh, so you are our network if you listen to this show. Uh, so if you can share out on social media that you listen or you like the show or something about it, that's great. It helps a lot. Uh, rates and reviews over on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever is great and very helpful um, to get some visibility as well. All right, so we're going to say we'll see you next time, and it'll be hopefully not too we some, long. We might drop some bonus episodes yeah, in Yeah, bonuses. Maybe not some f- regular full episodes for a little bit. Like I said, again, until yeah, we just get caught up. Yeah. We can do some short little bonuses like this. We yeah. can sprinkle a couple of those in, I'm sure. I'm sure we can. And we hope you enjoyed this. I hope you thought it was fun. Maybe turned you on to some movies you haven't thought of or heard of even perhaps uh, that are a good time it reminded me of someone that i haven't seen in a while but okay so with all that said what are we going to do we will see you all next time bye bye
But you're 